0: So let's pick it up by moving a little back to the end of the Adaltham just to refresh our memories. Um, the the Gemara had quoted a, um, a Mishnah, Gemara quoted a Mishnah in Tamit, which describes the movements of the uh, daily Mishnah. And what they would uh, daven. They basically kind of had this truncated davening they would recite. Uh, and it was at an unusual time. It was at a very early time. They weren't necessarily allowed to, uh, to daven yet. It was very early in the morning. So, they would do some things, they wouldn't do others. So, Gemara has been discussing here what exactly they would say and what exactly they would skip. So, do take us all the way, all the way back, but... They would make, We see, they would make one bracha, bracha achas, one bracha, we're not told what it is. Then they would read Aseris Hadibris, Shema v'hayoim yeah? by v'hayoimeh, and write Shma after, after Aseris Hadibris. They would then say three brachas with the people, which the Gemara lists as um, And then, on Shabbos, on Shabbos, they would add one more bracha, which we're going to discuss as well, what it is. So the Gemara says, what's the first bracha? What's the first bracha? So, there's a whole lot of discussion about it. What's the first bracha? One Rebbe Abba, Abba and Rebbe Yisibar go and ask a whole bunch of people and they don't know. Finally, they say, Shmuel, someone tells them, Rebbe Huda says the name of Shmuel, Rebbe Huda tells them that he, that he heard the name of Shmuel that it's a Havar Abba, The bracha that they would recite, they would uh, start from a Havar Abba. Well, rubami Ami says in the name of Roshim and Ben Lakish are Ar. So about five lines, four lines from the bottom of the page. This statement of of, of Zerika, that uh, what the Kaidim would start the day with was R, that wasn't something that was said by Fairish openly. Where it was implied. Uh, Reb Zvi'ka said in the name of Ami, the the name of Ami, That we see from here that whatever, we don't know exactly, in other words, what uh, what Rav Zuka's opinion was, but we do know that he said in reference to this Mishnah that, that this Mishnah teaches us, brachas ein to the brachas do not affect each other, if you make one bracha and you don't recite the other one, right, you're still yoytzeh in terms of the brachas, you're still yoytzeh the bracha that you said right, you don't have to say, oh no, I wasn't yoytzeh either bracha because I I left that one, so so, how are we going to demonstrate, therefore, that the bracha is Yetzer R? explains. says, I understand if they were saying Yetzer if the bracha the Kainim would recite is the first bracha, it makes perfect sense to say that they're saying Yetzer and then they're going straight into uh, Krishna. That's the difference in Krishna. So it makes sense to say, ah, you see that the brachas aren't making each other because they didn't recite a Havarabba. Habu Amri, my A If you're gonna tell me that what they would say is a Havarabah, they would start with a Havarabah and then go into the Dirvas and Krishma. So what do you mean, Ain Dilma hide Maybe the reason they didn't say yet was that it was too early. It was too early. So this would happened very early in the morning, and uh, But when the right time came, they turned back around and said, it. "How do you know that's not the case? How do you know that's not the case?" As uh, she says, "Maybe it's just because it wasn't the time." And uh, once the time came, they would say, Now, Rashi says, hold on. Why are they reciting in Kriyishma, if it's not time to say Yetzirah? Says the Gemara, says Rashi, We know that the Anshay Mishmar, the people who are working at these Mishmar, always recite Kriyishma. It's not so crazy, we'll come back and say it again. Okay, good point. The Gemara says, Amri, uh, excuse me. The imecholah. My, what's the big deal? Who cares? Who cares that if it was said mecholah and it wasn't said b'fayrish? What's the big spread? It sounds like we're making a big deal out of it. It wasn't befairish It was have been mecholah. Who cares? Who cares whether or not he said it b'fayrish? The Gemara says Excuse me. raba It's possible that uh, the explanation really is that they were saying a Rav. And when the time for Yetziror comes in fact they would recite it. say It could be that the phrase really means something else. Really it's not exactly what Rav was referring to. In other words the Gemara is trying to say is the problem with saying that, uh, with trying to extract this halacha from the implication of Rabzrika, is that Rabzrika's statement can be interpreted in one of two ways. Yes, it could be interpreted the way we just interpreted it. And that means that bracha so means if you say one by itself, you're to that one, and you don't necessarily have to say the other. And therefore, that's a proof that they were saying are. Because if they were saying Ahavarabah, you can always just turn back around. And say Yitzir yeah, R. Right. But but rather Brokhas Inbrahasmaqizu Azum means something else. It just means the order of Brachas, saying them out of order is not ma'akaif and of course there's no question that in reality what they were doing was they were saying I have a rabba and later saying Yait's yeah, right. We say Yatsar yeah, and then I have a rabba But the Anchaya Mishma would say I have a rabba and then Yitzhir yeah, because it was too early to say Yaitzer yeah, R. <coughs> okay, v'kayir asheres hadibris. Now we're going to do a little bit of analysis of this mishnah in Talmud. They okay, would we'll recite asheres hadibris. Shema, v'ha'yim shemaya, v'yoyimer ames v'yatziv avoy debrechas kainim. That was their little shachris. I'm reviewing the mishmoh. Av bigvulin bigshul l'korei kain. They wanted to introduce this kriya, this order of reading, into the gavulin outside the bais hamikdash as well. The borders. It sounds like maybe even it took off it Sounds like for a little while they were doing that But you Batlam They had a problem with the Minim They were afraid that the uh, the. Um, if you look at Rashi Haminen, I don't know actually Because you, you have you should have a nice Vahada print But in my Gemara it says Haminan It says Akum You see that? It's about right? Mm. So most likely, and, and there should be a way to actually establish the this with certitude, most likely it said something like um the Christians. Because Haminim, uh, we, we, we didn't do a lot of Bible criticism with, uh, we, <laughs> we didn't do a whole lot of assessment of our Seder Hatfila with the regular old Akum. Um, and it's most likely that it was an issue with the Either the Christians or one of the various, you know, post Judaic type groups that was floating around in the Levant at the time, who all all of whom would have been very glad for an opportunity to make the point that this group was making, which was this is the whole right, the whole spectrum in terms of what you have to actually observe of the Bible, uh, that's really just the whole thing. It's the Ten Commandments and the Shema and that's it. And that was the concern here she says what they do is what they would do was they would take advantage they would tell the populace the air you see that this is really the main thing and the rest of it is just rabbinic nonsense and the part that you read which is the Aserus Hadibris and the krishna etc um, that's the main thing and the the by taking away Aseres Hadibris, you created enough of a air of unreachability about th- what was given over at sinai that the army would understand you know this is something we don't get and we should respect the people who do get it and we shouldn't assume that it's just uh, uh an afterthought interesting all uh, sociological maneuvering in that that period okay we find this even in a This is uh, well attested. It's not just uh, Shmuel coming ex post facto, but it, it is discussed uh, during the uh, during the time by Tanoim. Um Rabbah Arba'chanasover Bisura. So Rabbah, years later, centuries later, says, "You know what? We don't have a problem here in Persia with Christians or Gnostics or whatever. You know, Bible reading groups. So how about we just restore?" The uh... we restore it here in Surah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this meaning thing. Rashi says akum, and then the and Tiyodim say alviday Yeshu. Ah, there you go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Okay, good. If yeah. The mm. yeah. Students of Jesus. Yeah, they avoid it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's very clear. It's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Um. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> no, there you go. But. correct yes you know, <laughs> anything with an English translation is gonna have to behave themselves a little more but listen yeah whatever All right. let's not go down this rabbit hole but um yeah we have a we have a lot to do it. okay so anyway so Rabbi decides he's gonna restore a stereo to the reading says we don't you know you know don't monkey around with things we, we the the, uh, the great people before us decided that it wasn't worth it, and I know we're not exactly in the same situation, that doesn't mean you should restore them. Uh, this is a recurring theme going down to the last generation of Amiroyim, Teravashi, where it was made very clear that we're not going to budge from anything that the Tanoim established. Okay, this is really more a non-establishment by the Tanoim, and yet again we see the Amiroyim are very strict about it. Okay. On Shabbos they added one bracha for the mishmar, the departing mishmar. Okay. What was the bracha? My bracha, mishmar, yoytze, yaymeh l'mishmar, nekhnas. As if they, they would bless each other, as the outgoing mishmar would uh, pass by, or maybe, I don't think actually as they would pass by, but before the mishmar, as the mishmar nekhnas would enter, right? hazehu yashkin A very nice bracha that HaKadosh Baruch should... Give you love, brotherhood, peace, and friendship. All right, very nice, very inspiring. Now, Mokem Shamer Laharech. Getting back to the Mishnah, we said that Mokem Shamer in the scenario where you're supposed to be Marich, Ainu um, you're not allowed to shorten things. So we said Rashi and Taisa seem to have a difference of opinion as to what that means. The coming Gemara doesn't really get into that as much as you might think. Um, Going to focus more on the issue of chasima. So, Ligmar asks as follows. Pshita. If I'm holding a cup of wine in my hand, and I think it might be beer. I think it's certainly beer. So, what I do is I go ahead and I start saying, thinking that I've got a cup of beer. But before I get to the end, before I get to the, uh, the content of the bracha, as it were, right? Uh, I realize that... Right, I get up to Melech and then I say, Oh, it's wine, not beer, I think to myself. So I quickly switch. I say, uh... It right? happens sometimes. So, says the Gemara, Yatsa! You're say why? Dinamimama shahakonyebedvara. Let's say I'd say Shahako. Let's say I, made, I mistakenly recited Shahako on a cup of wine. Let's say that's what happened. It's no big deal. Yatsa'd be yyitse da town I'll cool a mum shak on nearbidvara yatsa on all foods if I accidentally say I'm yitse. Ella, rather. However. Hey khutikanok it kas of the shikh beyode. If I'm holding a cup of beer, the cussover dichamra hung and I think it's wine, U Pazak. Ubarich, I to the chamra, and I go ahead and I say to Hashem, melechenu malach haolam. I'm thinking I've got a cup of wine, the and then I go, oh, shakol yibid My, here's the question: Do I go Basar ikur Bracha lina? Do we go after the main bracha part of the bracha, the part in which we mention Hashem and we say He's blessed and we call him malach haolam, or oh, baser chasimah lina? Maybe all the value of the bracha is in the content, right? Uh, so, not all the value, but the primary value of the bracha is in the content. So, uh, having said the correct content, I don't have to worry about what my intent is when I say Baruch HaToa Hashem. It's a very good question. I was always very impressed by this question. Um, so, the Gemara says, Toshma, Shachris, Posach B'Yetziror, V'Sayim B'Mar Barov V'mlo yotin. Say, a fellow, Starts off thinking he's going to be reciting Yitzur, he doesn't say the words Yitzur. Right? That's To be clear, he, if you say if you start saying the wrong bracha, it's a different issue. This fellow said he just started saying Baruch to Hashem. Right? He said the, he said the opening of the bracha, and he was thinking the whole time that he's going to start saying Yitzur. But as soon as he uh, he refocused, as soon as he got to Melech he remembered. He said, Oh, Asher B'dvarim it's a little confused. Usually takes the night shift, so says the Gemara. Lo he's not However, If you started in the morning with your intent for mayrav and then you start, uh, you start, um, you start, uh, you, you finish with yotzer where you're meant to be. Yotze, of course, you're Now arvis. In the evening, if at night I start with having in my marvav and then I roll into yitzur, lo Again, I said the wrong bracha. Of course, I'm not yotze. However, pasach biyitzur v'saim b'marvav However, if I start with yitzur and then I end up in Maravaravim, ravim, Right, as long as I end up in the right place, basically, I'm Yoitzik. The focus seems to be on the end of the bracha. It's a little bit different, because at the end, this is a This is not like shehako, or ha This is a nice long bracha that comes with another baruch at the end. So since I'm saying another baruchatoh Hashem at the end, so I kind of even though I was kind of lacking, perhaps indeed what you need is the what they call the Iker habracha, the baruchatoh Hashem elikeinu melacholim part of the bracha. But since I have a chasima at the end, I make up for that for some to some extent. I really I lost the beginning, I lost the beginning, but uh, but Chazal uh, are nice to me and they let me keep my bracha. So. The Gemara says, That works very nice, according to Rav, who says that, When there's no mention of the shame, when you don't even say, That's not a brach. That means if you do say the shame, if you do, if you do say Baruch ato Hashem, that is a bracha. So the chasima constitutes, the, the, the finishing of the bracha constitutes a bracha in and of itself because you said Baruch Hato Hashem. Elele, Rabbi Yochanan, damarko, bracha, shame, but malchus ain't a bracha according to Rabbi Who says that any bracha which does not contain malchus, in which you don't say melech ha'elam, doesn't constitute an independent bracha. Right, Rabbi says that if just saying Baruch Hato Hashem something... Right? That's not a bracha. That's some kind of chasima, It's a part of a bracha, but it's not a bracha in and of itself. So, ma'ayikalom You can't use the chasimah. You can use the end of the bracha. Because it doesn't constitute a bracha in and of itself. Since, by definition, we said earlier, you mentioned some of the aspects of nighttime when you uh, make Krishna during the day and vice versa, right? We're going to say, and at night we say, So, since there's always an element of day and an element of night, when you originally said, you had in mind both day and night. So, even though you had the wrong nosach in mind, but you had both times in mind because you're supposed to have both times in mind. So, therefore, you don't lose the connection to your Baruch Hata Hashem. And again, we cannot prove that there is no, that, that, that the Iker Bracha is talui in the Chasimah because it could very well be that the Iker Bracha is really talui in the Iker Bracha, in the Baruch Hata Hashem. And nonetheless, over here, you get to keep your Baruch Hata Hashem because it was addressed, it was meant to, to no matter what mistaken intent you had it was meant to be attached to a bracha in which both day and night are mentioned so whether you're during the daytime or during the night time your bracha is fine so the gemara says tashma mi let's look now at the seifa davar hakol helich at the end of that price we said the rule is everything goes after the chiton so that's a very nice shtickle tear, a very nice creative theory we just came up with to explain the previous breisa but the the breisa says what are you going to do about that what are we trying to add with that my love it must be to add what the case that we're trying to think of the case we're trying to figure out of the fellow who's holding the cup of, uh, of beer and starts off making the bracha on wine and then switches over to beer umar says slow down well, right. that's not what it's coming to add. What it's coming to add tamri, uh, bread and dates. Mara says, okay, hold on a second. If you're trying to tell me is. The fellow ate bread and he thought, he was going to eat bread, I should say, and he thought that he's about to eat dates. So, the he thought he's eating dates the tamri, so he starts making a bracha, thinking of tamri of dates. same and then he ends up in bread. Says the Gemara, That's our question. So I don't really care that you change the food. It's exactly the issue we're trying to address when you make a bracha, right? The bracha on dates is anyone, right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. Um, but the bracha on dates is hiets, as uh, as Maravid says, and the bracha on bread is. Hamoytzi, I'll answer that one. <laughs> so... You don't want to ask that. <laughs> so, too hard. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. Um, so, if a fellow were to make ho'eats on a piece of bread, spoiler alert, he is not yo'itzi. So... Um, so you're having made the thinking that you're about to eat some dates and then you go oh no I'm eating bread so when you get to Melech you switch over to that's exactly the question we're dealing with when the, the entire beginning of the bracha I had in mind that I'm going to be eating something and then I'm going to be making a bracha that's not going to be poiter it's not going to exempt the food I'm about to eat so what then is the case says the Gemara obviously we all switched around the case must be tamri. I was eating dates because and I think I was eating bread. I was thinking that I was eating bread. so I started making a bracha on bread. and then at I do a quick three, a quick one eighty, and I shift over to Yatza. Even if I had finished with uh, with bread, I would be say as well. My the tamri nami Zaini because tomorrow, because dates are nutritious as well.
1: So, Wait, are we talking about the, the, the pre-breaker or the after-breaker? Mm,
0: good question. Yeah, yeah. The article talks about it you know, for the after Also, um. So, uh, it's a gears the question. Um, the last line. The last line is easy, more easily interpreted as a reference to uh, to the uh, brachacharine, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I mean, the rest of it is seems like it would be e- it flows easier if you're talking about before because yeah. the brachas are more similar unless when you're talking about bread you're actually talking about cake, in which case you're talking about cakes and you know, which are some, you know, it could, could be could easily so yeah, well, nama means it's, nama. It's hard to imagine. Do so they suggest that nama? Na- uh, so yeah, that. The, 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 do they suggest that nama means cake? There? Yeah, they do. In the in the they do suggest that. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. So what I you know what I said here is the, is the simple explanation, It there is uh, it does seem like uh, some of the rishonim want to say that the discussion is really about says, right now. Rashi as printed with Riff explains that the gemara here does not actually refer to bread, but rather to cake. Thus, and, right. You were saying Al 8, right. Right. Right, right. Uh, and, and which makes a little bit of sense because like, yeah, you know, we'll be talking a little bit more about, you know, just... Something a little more similar. Similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, there you go. So, Tamari, so dates, Arnami, Meiz, and Zayni, they too give Hazona. They too give nutrition. Okay. Let us move on. Omer, Rabbah, Bar Saba Mishme de Rab. Rab Barchena Saba said in the name of Rab. Kosal Loy omar M.ativ Shakhras. Anyone who doesn't recite MSVativ in the morning, the MSVmuna arvis, and Ms Vemun in the evening, Loyatsi Dechai Vase. So what does it mean you didn't say it? Right, and it is obvious of course that if you don't say it you're not Yatza saying it. So as she says it means if you don't say it properly if you kind of decide to freestyle if you decide what you're going to mention And what you're not going to mention in that bracha, you're not yet of that bracha You didn't say that bracha because you need to say brachas the way they are meant to be said She ne'emar l'hagid chastecha ba ba'leleis you need to invoke um, The emes v'yatsiv the chesed of Hashem in the morning and the Amuna, the faith at night, okay? when you're davening you bow down at baruch and you lift up your head at the shame at the name of hashem what is interesting is that the implication of it almost sounds like you do it every time right but the rashi explains that means when you're bowing down means when you're bowing down when you're in the first bracha and when you're in moidim we have the minute to bend our knees in the first bracha as well that's not what this kumar is referring to and it's describing something more like what we do at moidim which Rashi says it's referring to as well which is you bow down at the beginning of the bracha and you pick up your head at the shame we bend our knees at baruch so um, my time of the Rav. What's the reasoning behind this? right? That's kind of the reasoning. It's more of a hint, a reminder of that lacha right? We say Hashem uh, that Hashem straightens the bent. So when we're bent down, when we reach the shame, we pick our heads up. says the Mifnei the Pesuk says in 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 Malachi, Mifnei Nachas right? Uh, the Nachas Rashi says is Loshin Hachna that a person, the the, the person who is being addressed by the Navi before the name of Hashem Nachas hu, he he humbles himself or he ought to humble himself. So the Gemara says, so it would it would imply that right the implication is that you should pick yourself up before you you should excuse me you should you should bow at the name of Hashem when the name of Hashem comes along you should still be bowing. What are you doing standing up? Before the name of Hashem. The Gemara says, Bishmi, Right? The Gemara is doing kind of a clever interpretation. Mifneshmi really means, doesn't mean before chronologically. It means when faced with my name. The name of Hashem. You should, uh, a person should humble himself. But the Gemara is kind of reading it as chronologically, Mifnei, before my name comes along. That's, by then you should already be standing up. So, okay. Shmuel said to Chiyabarav, Bar Uyin." urian uh, they explain, means someone who is a ben somebody who is learned. By <laughs> come and tell us something nice from your father. Come and tell us something nice from your father. So, excuse me, come and I will tell you something nice from your father. So said your father, he told him a nice thing from his father, Rav, which is what we just learned. Okay, Rav Sheshez, Kikara, Kara Kichizra, this is Halacha also, when Rav Sheshes would bow, he would bow like a chizra, it's like, imagine a stick, someone takes a stick and he does this with it, he would abruptly drop down, and then on his way up, he Zakiv Zakif Kichivya, he would raise himself up like a viper, he would very slowly, in other words, he would, it would demonstrate his eagerness. To bow and his kind of hesitation to come up out of the bow. Very interesting, all very uh, performative. Rav, another quote from Rav Baruchin in the name of Rab, Kol hashana kulo adam mispalul hakel hakadosh. The whole year round, the person davens. He says hakel hakadosh. Melech ayit zdaqom mishpat, right? Melech ayit and. There you say Hamel HaKadosh and Hamel Hameshbah. For a Amar Blazers disagrees, If you say wouldn't that be nice? If you say HaKel Kodesh during that Sarasimachuva, that's okay. Shanemar, Hashem is lifted up in judgment and the holy God is consecrated with tzedakah, with righteousness. What time period is called Hashem tzedakah is being lifted up in judgment? himself referred to as He didn't feel that he had to say HaMelach HaKadosh so therefore, Rabbi says that you can, you're allowed with the Eved if you say Hakel Hakadosh to not go back. May Hava What ended up happening with this? i of Rav Yosef Hakel Hakadosh Umelech Eved Tzadkum Mishpach. But Rabbi Amar Hamelech Hakadosh VeHamelech Hamishpach. The Hilchas Rabba But we are like Rabba that you have to say Hamelech HaKadosh. So let's actually, once we're here, we have a little extra time. I think we will. So let's take a look at this Tysis the the says places you have to say and and if you don't say that you get sent back we say right uh, no he means yeah he means actually yeah so <laughs> that already sounds a little unfamiliar, doesn't it? If you forget to say, l'chaim, you got to go back, says Tysons. We don't know like that. The <laughs> call As soon as you change your tefillah from the proper way that the tefillah is supposed to be said, you're wasting your time. You're saying the wrong, you're davening the wrong thing. The I shouldn't say you're wasting your time, actually, but you are uh, not you, so you have to do it again. That's our Paskins. Uh, uh, if you're not sure if you said it or not, you get sent back. Um, right, if somebody doesn't know, uh, whether or not he said Talmuder, so throughout the first thirty days, he's shaloi lomud. What does that mean? Omar, a who lomud shaloi Omar came. Right. In other words, we assume that you haven't learned yet the new habit of going. thought Rabbi Feldman just makes this up every year. It's a tishes and brachas It's Right. It's a thirty. It's a thirty-day. Um, it's a. You, you have a thirty-day window in which we assume that you stuck to your old habit, so you have to go back. Right? After that, uh, he is Bechazkas We assume that he indeed mentioned it. Whenever there's something new, we apply this 30 day window in which we assume that you're going to slip back to your old ways if you weren't paying attention. There's only 10 Aserisimet and there's nothing close to thirty days, so therefore you're going to have to always go back. Now he says Virach kosav. Rach usually means a but here they correct it to Viram kosav. And I don't know who the ram is in this constant it if, if it's just reish it's probably um, the Marami Rutenberg, who was a very important poise. It Says the ein machzir and I say mikolisantvarim. The loy pasik rush. Maybe Rael Dvarov. Right, check up your Marami Rutenberg's. Jesus doesn't tell us what his raya is, but he says that we don't go back for your Zachreinus and your Kosveinus. We don't go back for any of that stuff, right? We only go back for what it says in the Gemara, which is HaMelech HaKadosh and HaMelech HaMishpat, which is indeed what we do. Okay? Okay. You have me? We are about 15 lines into the Gemara. He keeps quoting Raft somebody has the ability to ask for mercy for his friend let's say your fellow someone is sick or someone is in trouble financial straits and you don't think of him you don't dive for him he's a sinner Shemuel he gives the gives the, gives a lot of musr for asking for a king. Right? He says it was a very bad thing to ask for a king. When they want to anoint Shaol. he says that was the wrong thing to do. And they get very ashamed, and they say, oops, you're right, we shouldn't have done that, and what's going to be with us? And he says, no, no, don't worry, you know, you're not done. And uh, and I, chas v'shalom, I'll never stop davening for you, right? Shmuel says, don't worry, and, you know, I'm not abandoning you, I just think you made a mistake, but I'm not abandoning you. Right, so we see that Shmuel said I would never do the Avera of failing to daven for you if the person who is in trouble is a Talmud Chacham you need to make yourself ill right? you need to drive yourself really up the wall davening for him what's this referring to? it's referring to Shal Shal thinks that his men and his son, um, his son, son are uh, conspiring against him with David Amal, right? He says, maybe David Amal is going to pay you off. He's going to give you fields and whatever, right? And he says, and nobody tells me, right? right? He became very paranoid at the end of his life, Shaul. He says, nobody tells me anything and none of you is sick over me. In other words, none of you has this concern for me which should make you sick, right? Because Shaul was, a, and Kumar is saying, kind of allegorically, uh, that Shaul was a, a great Talmud Chacham. He wasn't just a king. He was a big Tzadik in Talmud Chacham. So, uh, you have to make yourself sick when such a great person is in trouble. So the Gemara says, Maybe it's not because he was damu he was also a king. Says the Gemara. Rather, the Gemara says now, based on the pasuk in Talmud, "Vani bechalaisem It's levushi suck. I think I don't have the pasuk in front of me. "Chalais levushi suck." When you become ill, I. Uh, it doesn't really mean chalais; it means. Uh, in, the, in this in this scenario, B'ch- Davramelch is referring to B'challoy Sam, not B'challoy Sam, B'challoy Sam. He is saying that Do'ygen Achitoifel, Rashi says, it's a reference to Do'ygen Achitoifel. He describes his, his pursuers in that capital, right? And he says, you know, these are terrible people that made me crazy. But when I heard they were ill, I put on sackcloth and daven for them. So we, we Chazal say that David is referring to Do'ygen Achitoifel, who pursued him relentlessly on their shoal and were also known as Great Talmudin So even though they were his enemies, they were Talmudin Kham, and when they became ill, he davened them. And he made himself, he, you know, he, he wrapped himself in sackcloth and made himself ill. If someone doesn't have a and is ashamed of it, don't get too carried away with this, but right? if somebody truly sometimes it happens a person doesn't have error, and then he experiences a really deep sense of shame right? he feels like wow I really blew it you know I, I lost control over there and I you know no one I didn't need to say all that and I just let it all out or whatever it is and then he experiences genuine shame right? he, he gets on some he gets on all of his avir shenemar leman tizkiri u b'ishtav l'yilcha oid. You should remember. It should be uboished. Excuse me. Uh, it's in the cave. The uh, "Remember your sins, right? And you should be ashamed, right? When you when you're ashamed at remembering your sins, you will no longer uh, um, you will no longer open your mouth. Really, the says, you won't open your mouth anymore because of your shame." At that point, I will give you kapara for everything that you've done wrong. Okay, so seems like an uncomfortable but effective path forward. Noam like Hashem thus says God, your God. Maybe that's only true about a Tiber. Maybe that's only true about all of Klai, so. How do you know an individual has this uh, this uh, concept? It says, By yomir shmuel el Lama here. Guys, Tani la I see what happened. Shmuel dies, and Shaw is embarking on a military campaign against the um, the uh, if I recall correctly. And he doesn't know what to do. He's ha- he runs and he's at a- he 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 is in a tough situation. So he ends up going to a witch uh, and has a necromancer and has her raise up the spirit of Shaul. He goes he goes and he has a whole séance, which of course is absolutely forbidden. Right, so Shmuel gets pretty annoyed, and he says, "Lam here Gaztani, what were you thinking?" Right, you're not allowed to do that. But Yemeshal t'harlima oydul pulishdim nuchamim. He pushed him, and Shmuel says, "I have a big problem. What am I supposed to do? Push them nuchamim bi." But Hashem sarmi alai veloy aneniy. Right, aneniy oyd gambi anaviem gambi ad gambachaloy. Right, he says Uh Hashem is not talking to me and the prophets can't give me anything and the dreams don't, don't give me anything and I, I, and I have no idea what to do so I had to pull you up from the dead. The oh says, He doesn't mention the Rumi Why? Right, we know that Saul killed all the Kainim of Noiv. Right? He got upset at the Kainim of Noiv. Upset is an understatement because he thought that they were sheltering David HaMelech who was on the run from him so he had them all slaughtered. So, he couldn't ask the eremitumim because the koyanim business was uh, in pretty serious jeopardy. There wasn't much to do in terms of koyanim at that point. So So he. So we see he was ashamed. In other words, he concealed his Aveira. Uminayin shemaya. How do we know that he was forgiven? mar u'mochar ata imi. So really, Shmuel is telling Shul a very dark prediction. He says, "I am dead, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me." Right. But puts a positive spin on it. Even though you will be dead, but since you are tzaddikim, you will be with me in my in my zone in my in my space in Gan Okay, silver lining. The Rabbanon have a different source. Uh, the the uh, who blame Shol for their terrible economic status. After the destruction of Noiv, because Noiv supported the Gavonim, the Gavonim were the right. The Gevainim were the ones who lied to Yeshua. They pretended they weren't uh, they weren't um, members of the people of Canaan. Really, they were. And Yeshua ends up swearing to them that he's not going to harm them. Um, so, ultimately, they are a thorn in Chalysol's side for many years. And these Gavonim, they are dependent on Noiv, and Shaul kills everyone in Noiv. So the Gavonim don't know how to make their own economy, and they're starving. So they come to, to David Hamelach later on, and they say, "We have a debt to settle with shal because he destroyed our economy." So David says, "What can I do for you?" He says, "Oh, no big deal. Just give us seven of Shul's male issue, and we will impale them, um, and we'll be fine." Which unfortunately David seems to fall for and does. Um, but when, but the, the, they say a very strange thing. They say, "If we canum la give us Shul, We will impale them for Hashem, but give us shal in his ancestral valley." Really brutal. And wild and they say Bahir Hashem sho'l Bahir Hashem sho'l the chosen of God so Yadzeh Baskov v'amr Hashem so the Chazal explained that these terrible people certainly would not have uh, made a reference to the fact that sho'l was Bahir Hashem Rashi says right because uh, the, the, the sho'l was the chosen of God because they were really just awful people who were doing awful things rather a, a baskel, a voice from heaven came out after they finished their sentence and said Shaul and they said Shaul he said the, the Bascal says Bechir Hashem just to, to kind of emphasize just how evil the Gevoinim are okay so we know that Shaul is referred to after his death even as chosen of God which proves that he was forgiven for his sins okay Amr Vevo Ben Zutrasi Amr Yehuda Bar Zavida Parshas Balak Bekriyishma they wanted to insert Parshas Balak the whole uh, back and forth between Bilaam and Balak and then Bilaam's subsequent brachas, they wanted to put that in Krishma. Now that would be a very long thing to say twice a day. When they lulled like Kavua, why didn't they put it in? Right? It's just too long. So this is my time. why they want to put it in, in the first place? Because there's a reference to Yitzias and Says the Gemara, I'll come up with some other things that have a reference to Yitzias and Why don't you recite Parshas ribbis? comes up a, a bit in the tyrant, you know? It's a it's a it's a fairly important theme. Because it has this Pasik. It has this reference to saw this really uh, powerful reference how uh, he uh, the, that uh, that uh, the, the Marshal wants to include the words Hain Am okay where we compare where we compare Klal Yisrael to a lion, so that's a nice pasuk. Says the Gemara, is a little puzzle. Asherim and Kima. Asherim and Kima. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. So the Gemara says, "Velei Ma High P'suk of Why don't you just say that pasuk if it's so nice? So the Gemara says, "Give me recall parsha of the pasuk of Meisha Beinu the Loi Pasuk of Meisha Beinu We only. Break up parshias the way Moshe Rabbeinu breaks them up. So if we're going to use any part of that parsha, we would have to use the entire parsha. Okay, that's the end of that. Says the Gemara, Parsha's tzitzis Why do we include parsha tzitzis? I'm by and because it's got five things in it, five goodies. Mitzvah tzitzis, tzitzis That's great. Yetzias Mitzrayim. It mentions it here sometime. Oil mitzvahs—the general concept of accepting the oil mitzvahs, the yoke of mitzvahs. vida'as minim, here aveira, avera, the here and three things: the opinion of minim, which we're not sure what that means yet. Here her bad thoughts, right? And here avaydazar, thinking uh, of going after avaydazar. So the more so, the right? The first three, those are openly there. Oh, mitzvahs to six things. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I say, yeah, they I, corrected. I uh, could no, because I read five, five, but they yeah. mentioned six. Yeah, yeah it should mm-hmm. be six. Yeah, it says five in the text, but they corrected it. So, um, right, Hanukkah, Bishul Mahani class, I get that the first three, right, and Those are Mefurish. They're there clearly. Oh, mitzvahs or even my save is who's chaytem Right, that's the all mitzvahs, and you see the mitzvahs, and you remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem. Okay, good. Tzitzis t'chsev v'asulahem tzitzis. Okay, tzitzis is pretty clear. Yitzias mitzrayim t'chsev asher ha'tesi. Right, that'sher ha'tesi. Yitzias ha'mer, t'chsev le'esel ha'melekib. Right? However, elud das minim hiraveirov hiravei de Zara And what's all that about? The like Amara says, there's no mention of her- heresy and uh, all the stuff of uh, veirus and of uh, a Where's that come in? Amara explains it, Tanya. Achri levavchem z'o Acher is a reference to Minos, to heresy. After your heart. novel says, in his heart, the, the, the disgusting person says, in his, in his heart, there is no God. Which is a reference to Novel himself. Novel who interacts with David. Acher and After your eyes is a reference to hiravera too. Uh, lustful, evil thoughts. Shneamar by Yomer sees this. He sees this Palishti girl, and he says, Right, give me that one. I want to marry her. Why? Because it seems right to me. Right. In other words, I like her. She's pretty. I want to marry her. And finally, Zoynim Zoynim literally means straying. Zehiru Avaydazara. Right, because we say ma which is really actually kind of a right you stray after other gods um, uh, that is here of yiznu this this language of straying which is associated with znus is uh, usually a reference to avedzar to idolatry okay let us read this mission of and you see so time we mention Yitzias Mitzrayim at night, right? What does that mean? We recite Parshat Titzis. We recite Parshat Titzis in Kriyat I might not have thought that you're supposed to recite Parshat and in Kriya Shema, the third Parshah, why? Because to, nighttime is not Tzitzis. It's not Tzitzis, right? However, nonetheless, we mention it because of the Yitzias Mitzrayim element. This should sound familiar. I am as 70 years old. And I never merited that it should be said. I think that someone to learn that he means that I could justify the saying of until I heard the drush of that you may remember the day of your. Exit, your exodus from Egypt, all the days of your life. Yemei chayecha Hayamim. kol yemei chayecha ha That extra word kol teaches you nighttime as well. The bayernacham disagree with Ben Zayma. They said, yemei chayecha o'olam hazeh, kol lehavi limois mashiach The word kol is to include the coming period of Mashiach. Okay, we will pick it up from here tomorrow.